Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. BestPass provides back office automation software and tool management solutions for commercial fleets of all sizes. They save fleets time and money by consolidating payments and providing insight to better manage costs per vehicle. Founded in 2001 by Truckers for Truckers, BestPass is a trusted partner on the road and in the back office. And to learn more, call 8-8-4-1-0-9-6-9-6 or visit www.bestpass.com. Welcome to Taking the High Road, a Driver Reach and Freight Waves production. I'm your host, Jeremy Raymer, founder and CEO of Driver Reach, a modern recruiting and compliance management solution. On this show, I interview industry experts and thought leaders who bring their insights to the driver lifecycle as we discuss the industry's greatest challenges, driver recruiting, retention, and compliance. I appreciate all the positive feedback on the show. Please remember to rate and review Taking the High Road, whatever platform you use to listen. This week, I'm honored to have on the show a great friend and innovative leader, Justin Clark, founder and CEO of F-Staff, an on-demand truck driver staffing company. Justin leads his company and the staffing industry in on-demand technology and marketplace staffing. He continues to mold himself as a trusted leader in the staffing industry and remains passionate about helping people find quality and meaningful work. So glad to have you on the show, Justin. Welcome. That's too much, too much, too much, too much. Hey, thanks for having <laughs> me. I appreciate it. Well, uh, it's an honor to have you on finally, and uh, I'm excited to get into talking about F-Staff, its journey, you know, starting from, you know, 2001 as, uh, as contracted driver services and, you know, becoming the leading on-demand staffing company. And I'm anxious to hear, you know, how you've adapted over the years and leveraged technology to better, you know, enable the, the process of utilizing safe, qualified on-demand drivers. Plus, I want to make sure that we have time for a question from a listener during our deeper dive segment. Does all that work for you? Absolutely. For sure. I'm excited. Awesome. So uh, before we get there, though, uh, I am curious, as is the custom, if there are any books that you might recommend for the audience, anything recent that you've read or something that may have been impactful to you? Oh, definitely. I, I'm, I always tell my kids to be an active learner. And it's not about, um, you know, uh, knowledge is power anymore as much as it is applied knowledge is power. And a couple of books I'm reading right now um, are really going to help me apply reducing or eliminating my limiting mindset. So uh, reading uh, a book right now, I actually have it right next to me here. It's called The Gap in the Gain. Um, by Dan Sullivan. Um, really good book on really focusing on the gain. I think it's really easy for us all to focus on the gaps um, and the things that we're lacking. And uh, it's a great book to really kind of hold on to for sure. It's helping me stretch my mind and focus on what's good and not what's bad. Um, and I'm also just rereading an old book um, called The Four Agreements. It's a really short read and it just kind of helps you keep steady again on reducing that limiting mindset and staying true to your word and just kind of having uh, some simple agreements um, in life. So yeah, definitely always reading. And I think everybody should be reading. Yeah, no, I appreciate yeah. that. I, I I always love when I get to you know interview somebody and they not only have one or more books that they want to share, but they are, they, this is what they do and they're active uh, uh, readers and learners. And, and as you said, applied knowledge is power. I love that because mm -hmm. uh, knowledge by itself is just knowledge. It's the application yep. of what you've learned. Uh, which Absolutely is what's critical. Right. I don't know if you're on Goodreads or not, uh, but that's an it's a it's a great app. 
that helps track books that you've reading, books that you want to read, and that sort of thing. Uh, I've I've mentioned it a few times on the show only because I'm I'm on there and I always keep track of everything I'm reading, and I, you can connect with other people who are like minded and share you know different book suggestions and stuff. So not you know good reading uh, or good That's reads. A good idea. They they should they should be sponsors of this uh, of the show because of all the times I bring them up. But uh, something that you might want to look into. Um, mm-hmm. Let's let's talk about your roots. You know, how did sure. you first get involved in the trucking industry? Where where do you come from? So my first job in trucking was actually in a distribution company. I was an order selector, forklift operator for this uh, food distribution company. So I would say my first initial love of the supply chain industry came from just a summertime job. Um, but uh, it really came from a couple of places. Uh, number one, my mom, um, she was working for a local driver staffing company here in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, I was younger and getting ready to go to college and uh, watching her go through her career and really like advancing and doing a lot of great things within that company was amazing, exciting to see. And it was just disappointing to see her owner continue to disappoint her and do things like reduce her commissions when she actually deserved to you know, probably make more money um, and doing things that were not necessarily, I think, as ethical as what I would have done in business. And uh, so really at 19 years old, um, I threw away the the uh, college future and started the company called Contracted Driver Services um, as a way to compete um, against uh, really, uh, I would say, uh, an owner who just has different interests in mind, right? Um, my focus is always in empowering people and getting the best out of people um, and, and really giving the most that I can to others too. So um, kind of, I, I treat my life a little bit differently in the way that I, I act. And so as a CEO, as an owner, um, I really take a different approach in the business too. So, um, you know, um, the initial, uh, supply chain industry kind of drew me in my mom working for a, uh, a similar company taught me that I could do something similar to somebody else, but do it completely differently. And, um, and number three to my, my drive and, and, uh, inspiration, I've always wanted to be a CEO. My dad actually nicknamed me Doc when I was a younger, uh, kind of a younger kid. And I think it was because he wanted me to go to medical school or something and become a doctor. And I always uh, was just hustling and making money and trying to make money when I could and um, starting little businesses. And so I always was inspired to want to be in business for myself. So at 19, just um, kind of threw my, threw my uh, name in the ring and uh, haven't looked back since. I've been 22 years now. That is fantastic. And it's funny. Um, First of all, definitely you have the the drive, the gumption, you know, you're you're motivated, but at the same time, 19, starting something like that, uh, and also you you didn't know what you didn't know because sometimes that could get in the way. Exactly. You know, especially at that age. I mean, you were mm-hmm. just you were you were all in, no turning back. And and again, here we are. And just for for our listeners that might not be familiar, could you just share what is F staff? because um, obviously that is, you know. Sure. You, you've 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 uh, adopted. You know, you've changed. You evolved over the uh, the the years. You know, right? What is F-Staff yeah. Today? So in two thousand and one, we started out as contracted driver services. Actually, it was Clark's contracted driver services because I didn't have an attorney, and my attorney was the clerk at the Corporation Commission's office in downtown Phoenix, who encouraged me to make my name more unique by adding a name to it. So our first name was horrible. Um, it still wasn't any better when we shaved off Clark's and kept it as contracted driver services for so long. Uh, but we really operated that business and, and kept it strong um, all the way until 2019, 
where we made a full tech leap into um, a tech stack adventure future where we're providing a marketplace uh, for truck drivers to find and select the job opportunities that they're looking for. So uh, what we did is we, we, we morphed from an old traditional staffing agency model called Contracted Driver Services and um, have made a, a, a huge leap forward in providing what's now called PSAS or Platform Staffing as a Service. It's a very new coin term in the staffing industry talking about really kind of what that future landscape looks like for staffing. So um, we are on the front lines of that and have been really working over the last decade, um, focusing on the tech stack and a lot of the things um, that will allow us to provide that in solution for drivers and for carriers and um, for the marketplace in general, just to provide an on-demand gig economy uh, solution for motor carriers that need truck drivers on demand and for truck drivers that deserve um, as much work as they want on demand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And so you, you know, you took a traditional brick and mortar staffing concept, which is obviously it's in drivers. That's, you know, that's my background. That's one of the things that we have in common. In addition to the, you know, stories about our moms, I think, our, you know, uh, we both have that in common as well, but taking, you know, what, what, what has changed over the years, I would expect you'd say is that, uh, the advancement, the evolution of technology has enabled you to. I don't want to use the word abandon, but certainly morph into a more tech forward way of providing a much better experience for both drivers and for your customers who are needing those drivers. Is that fair? Fair. And and you have to understand when we started, we were working off of fax machines and, you know, analog telephones, right? So, I mean, just to age how, how fast technology's changed over the last 22 years, it's been absolutely amazing if you look backwards and see how things have changed so um you know we we recognize the mobile mobile you know um changes happening inside the workforce earlier than most um i just felt like the smartphones were going to enable so much more capability for a worker and um, we could eliminate you know uh steps like fill out a paper application and um, replace it with uh, a technology solution um, we can, uh, you know, get rid of paper logs and, you know, magnet boards and whiteboards and, you know, uh, Excel spreadsheets. Um, and we can actually manage our business much more professionally using technology um, instead of this archaic human driven approach that was filled with errors. Um, and, uh, and rightfully so, because humans make a lot of mistakes and because, you know, we have a lot to think about. Um, so when we can leverage technology, and that's one thing we believe in the office is people and technology work best together, not in separate form. So it's about leveraging and learning how to leverage technology the right way. Yeah, that's what's worked for us. Now, uh, you you mentioned 2019, right? That's kind of when you made the full pivot, the full, you know, direct approach towards in leveraging technology all in, in, in with FSTAP. Uh, and then, you know, what, a year later, we had this global pandemic, you know, could you, you know, in that transition since since then, since the days of 2019, 
because uh, we knew each other then. We we had plenty of uh, conversations then. Can you share some insights into you know those early days and you know what were the major you know milestones that shaped shaped the company's growth you know since then? Yes, it's so it it has been a wild ride. I'll tell you that for sure. And definitely, COVID actually thrusted us even further into the tech world than what we probably would have done because we were um, we were interested in leveraging technology for our candidates and for our for our clients but we hadn't really leveraged technology as much for our team internally. And so uh, COVID thrusted uh, things forward in additional ways, allowed us to really um, wrap our internal people with technology that allowed them to be even faster um, at what they do. Even to the back office. I mean, we, we just implemented a new macro in the accounting office that's shaving off, um, I think, a day of work um, from the back office function. So we, we continue to just look for technology and look for new advancements into the solution. Um, and, uh, and over time, we've, we've continued to remain on the front ends of that because we think that way, right? I mean, we, we actually moved off of paper applications back in 2007, 2008, when you know, the majority of uh, carriers weren't even thinking about that, right? Um, so we just continued to push ourselves into the future, into the future, and thinking about what are the, what are the needs of the workforce, uh, different maybe than what they even envision it to be. Well, and, and this is, we're in a highly regulated industry, right? So there's a lot of moving parts. Um, and, and kind of to your point earlier, you mentioned fax machines and there's probably plenty of, uh, you know, viewers on our show who that's still how they engage, at least when it comes to, you know, the previous employment verification process, it's still happening out there. Uh, and so, you know, we're getting there. I think the industry is getting there. One of the advantages I think that that you have coming from that traditional staffing background, you already have an established reputation as being uh, an expert in your field in terms of safe, qualified drivers, and then you already have a you know a good base of customers. And then you know as you grow, you're able to scale faster. I think better leveraging that technology. And I say that as opposed to uh, maybe a Silicon Valley startup who thinks the same way you do in terms of, hey, how do I bring technology into the space? But they don't have, probably don't have industry knowledge and awareness. They don't have the, um, the, the, the business that already exists that they can build on. And so as a result, I think it's really hard to get any traction there. Absolutely right. And, and you know, workforce like truck drivers, they can, they can um, smell authenticity miles away, right? And so- our culture at FStaff is that we are a family of workers who believe truckers drive everything because everything that we need to live our lives is hauled by a professional driver at some point in its uh, life cycle to get to me. And so if I want to continue to live the life that I like to live um, with uh, the freedoms and things and the services and the items that I have around me, I have to absolutely love drivers. And we have loved drivers since we started this business. We still love them even more so today. Um you know, truckers drive everything. And yes, if you just try to create a technology, you know, in this industry and you don't understand who you're serving and why you're serving them, you will struggle to survive. Um, it's, it's important to understand what you're here to do. And, um, you know, our business model is here to help carriers put drivers in seats when they don't have them available. And we're here to help drivers find, um, the appropriate jobs that they're looking for. And we want to make sure that, you know, the rest of that that needs to happen other than getting paid is just 
it's all back office function and it should be handled by us and we should make it as seamless and easy as possible for the end users. So um, in our world, that's what we try to do. We try to reduce the friction and uh, eliminate any bottlenecks or any places where we're in the way. Um, that's not helpful. We want to be helpful, right? And as a, as a service company, I, ha- I think you have to think like that, right? You want to be helpful. You don't want to be in the way. And so uh, we, we just, we get out of the way and, and we do the right things that we're supposed to. And we let the, um, you know, our partners match the way that they're supposed to and the way that they want to. And until that happens, uh, oftentimes you're hiring drivers, right? They become employees of FSAP. Is that correct? Absolutely. All of our drivers are W2 employees of FSAP. Um, they continue to work for our company and actually more so um, now than in years past, they want to continue to uh, work for FSAP. Uh, because, uh, you know, they receive the benefits that they want to receive here and they like the flexible work economy that they're able to uh, have at FSAF. So um, really the future of work is changing. And uh, I think a lot of the workers that are finding this model exists, they appreciate it. They like it and um, they find that they enjoy it more than the traditional model of working for someone, you know, for 40 hours a week, always the same employer, always the same schedule only given two weeks off a year, um, not being able to actually manage the life that you want to live. Um, so we're really unlocking the freedom that workers want to be able to live the life that they want to live. Yeah, I used to get that, you know, in my staffing days, I used to get that question, oh, why would a driver want to want to work for for you, for, you know, a staffing company? I'm like, where do I begin? There are so many benefits to the driver in terms of the flexibility that you talk about, the compensation that they can make is still on par with what they could be getting in some other dedicated, you know, job. And then also, uh, the flex, the, 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 not just the flexibility, but the, the opportunity to experience a lot of different types of work to really find, and, and then they can find the fit that makes the most sense for them if they want to go someplace on a permanent basis. But kind of to your point, oftentimes, I mean, you, I'm sure you've got drivers that have worked for you for years and just love that, you know, environment. One of them has called, yeah, called me on my cell phone earlier today. Uh, one of my uh, drivers, Dennis Moore, he's been working for us for years and he and I are friends. And so absolutely, you become friends with your drivers. I think you should. If you care about them enough, I mean, you're actually going to build real true relationships with the drivers. They're not a number. Uh, they have a name. They have things that they like to do. And we try to make sure that we really treat each, each driver like an individual here at FSA for sure. I know as a staffing company, since when I was a staffing company, uh, I, I, rec- I didn't realize until I got into it how big the industry is. I mean, staffing is huge. It covers every facet, every type of business there is. Um, and so I didn't realize, you know, how important and valuable driver staffing was in this, you know, highly regulated industry. Can you share what, what have you seen? What maybe some specific benefits that you've observed in the trucking industry with as they've adopted, you know, this sort of on-demand model, this concept? Sure. Yeah, I think it's, well, first of all, the carriers that we uh, do demonstrations with, with our product, they have this epiphany. They just don't even know that they could actually do this, right? They don't know that you can order a driver in a system or a portal that we have and have it directly to the the highest match drivers and allowing them to now select that job and then come directly to you within, sometimes we can get the driver placed within minutes. Uh, They can even get confirmation that the drivers accepted the order within seconds. Um, And so, the, the speed is really helping the carriers understand the evolution and understand that there's this uh, new way of doing things, right? So the, um, and frankly, 
everyone's seeing on-demand um, you know adoption in every area of their life, right? Like I, I just um, you know flew recently and the tickets automatically get added into my wallet, right? And I have it on my phone and I, you know, I can now just scan and get directly exactly where I need to go, uh, without any friction. Right. So, um, the carriers have really loved, you know, again, the flexibility of being able to hire seasonal drivers as you need to, uh, you can flex up and flex down as fast as you want. Um, but different than the staffing model, uh, you actually have a little bit more, um, uh, decision as to the workers that you want to uh, select. Okay. So in the traditional staffing model, a carrier would make a phone call to their traditional agency, right? And, they, and it would be like, you know, the Salt Lake City branch or whatnot, right? And then that branch would take in the order. They would write down the details. And of course they get, you know, flatbed 6 a.m. Tuesday or something like that, right? And uh, they don't really get any large amount of detail for the driver. And, uh, so anyway, there's uh there's there's this new way of being able to push orders um in a in a fashion that actually shares the detail and the information that the drivers need to be successful. Um, so uh, carriers don't have to call the agencies back and forth. We don't have um, issues with cancellations because the orders automatically get requeued. You don't have to. Um, order a DQ file, request the information on the driver file because automatically going to come to you. Uh, there's just so many things that are just automatically done uh, that are different than the way the traditional agency, traditional staffing approach works. Um, so, and uh, and we're still finding more ways, right? Because we're still actually asking our carriers more information about what works well for them, what doesn't work well for them. I think one of the new features that the carriers love is the ability to review a driver and leave feedback. Right, um, because they want to make sure that they have that information to hold on to, and they want to be able to share that information with others. Uh, so that's a really good uh, feature that our carriers are loving, um, and uh, really a little bit uh, more on the feature side of the, what they're enjoying a lot is being able to build a pool of workers that you can send uh, orders directly to. So instead of just an order going to any driver, you know that might want to select it, uh, carriers have the option of being able to narrow that search down into a pool of drivers that they already have pre-selected um, through our, our candidate pool. Um, God, I could go on and on, Jeremy, with features, you know, that the carriers love, but it's it's definitely amazing to watch their faces, see the speed um, that they're able to get their needs met. I think that's what I, I like the most is uh, watching their faces and the joy that they get it, just knowing that they can get their needs met so much faster and have trust in that process. And then you can just see the relief that comes off of their shoulders because when we're in supply chain, I mean, we are important people. We have to get the stuff to the place it's supposed to get to as fast as it's supposed to get there, right? Without any delays um, along the way. So um, that's a big, big deal. And I, I think the carriers are really uh, starting to understand that that on-demand approach is the where where everything should go. And it's a luxury, especially I'd say in, in this uh, softening economy, I think it's a luxury to every company has a bottom five or 10% of performing drivers right on their own, you know, their own staff or their own team, that if there is an opportunity to upgrade and it's fairly simple, as you said, frictionless, you know, if it's simple, um, it, it behooves them to not consider that opportunity to, to upgrade. I mean, that's another, I guess, reason or benefit, especially at a time like this. So that, that's something I recall, you know, in the wonderful years of 2008 and nine, um, you know, that was something that I certainly recognized as a, as a value opportunity for carriers that doesn't come that often because there hasn't been too many lulls 
uh, in the demand for drivers over the last, you know, 15 years, you know, 20 years that I've been in the industry. Now I do, we, we do have one more question left. So I do want to, this is our, our deeper dive question. I think, uh, uh, and in fact, it, it references a soft, softening economy. The question is with the softening economy, I'm constantly told not to turn off our advertising for drivers. What are some benefits to keeping an open pipeline when hiring and demand is slower? Is that something you can speak to? Yeah, I, I, I can. Um, you know, at, at F staff, um, you know, we, we really try to stay flexible and visible, right? So our brand is important to really stay in front of the drivers. And we want a constant pipeline um, of candidates coming through. Um, I think today you can be more flexible with your spend than you ever have been before, right? So as long as you have multiple markets that you're you know needing to recruit or hire drivers in, you can roll spend into other markets pretty simply and and pretty quickly these days. Um, you know, so I think it just depends on the carrier type and whether they want to continue to keep a flow of candidates coming in because you do have an expense that comes along with that after the compliance cost, you know, and screening the candidates. There's more of the cost comes in and the hiring uh, and onboarding of the driver than it is really bringing them to the table in the first place. But, um, you know, the way I think about it is, uh, you know, why not have the water continue to keep running so that when you're thirsty, you actually have somewhere to drink. So for us, we, we want to keep the driver funnel continuing to flow as strong as possible. Um, it keeps our people sharp here. And then again, we just angle our spend and continue to recruit in the areas that we, uh, that we need to. But um, employers should absolutely look to be flexible with that and um, you know, be watchful of, of their spend and you know, um, how much value it's returning to their company. Yeah. And I, even like I said uh, a second ago about being able to, you know, upgrade or top grade, you know, that bottom five or 10%, I think that's, uh, that would be another reason that I would add maybe uh, as a, as a response uh, to this question. 1000% for sure. <laughs> but mm -hmm. uh, well, before we go, how, how can our audience learn more about you and, and F staff? Uh, where can we direct them? Uh, pretty simply, you can go to fstaff.com. Um, uh, you can also, uh, go on social media. We're pretty active on LinkedIn and Instagram, um, and Facebook, um, depending on the audiences, but for the, uh, corporation, um, you really kind of just search us on, uh, online fstaff.com and, uh, direct you to, to, depending on what you're looking to do with us. Uh, but yeah, and, uh, uh, you can always connect with Justin. Obviously I I'm running around conferences like you are, and I love to meet new people. And uh, so if anybody wants to just shoot me an email, it's jclark at fstaff.com. And, and we can find you on LinkedIn as well, right? Mm -hmm. So of perfect. Course. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Justin. Uh, super grateful for our relationship and appreciate your, your dedication to making this industry a better place. Thanks, Jeremy. And thanks for joining me for another episode of Taking the High Road and for spreading the words to your industry peers. We really appreciate it. And remember, you could submit any question or comments including those which may appear on upcoming Deeper Dive segments at podcast at driverreach.com. And don't forget to rate and review Taking the High Road, whatever platform you use to listen. Until next time, thank you for taking the high road.